today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. All eyes, of course, are on Ottawa these days for the budget and to see just what's going to be happening. And uh, one of the concerns, of course, is is well where we're going. And uh, you know, this is supposed to be a budget. It's supposed to be a roadmap to indicate exactly uh, what direction we're going, and and maybe to in some way, you know, monitor how successful we're going to be in that. So I'm watching the uh, the political shows yesterday, and question period with the uh, Vashi Capellos. Uh, on CTV yesterday, uh, she had uh, former Bank of Canada Governor Stephen Polos and uh, John Manley, who was a former finance minister, uh, on the program. And uh, two people that have a lot of skin in the game here and seem to know what they're talking about when it comes to things financial and, and federal budgets. Uh, and they didn't paint a rosy picture necessarily. It wasn't doom and gloom by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but they said there's some real concerns. As a matter of fact, uh, Polos talked about missed opportunities by the federal government uh, right now. And, and, we're talking about exactly, you know, what could have been done and should have been done. But I guess the reality here is that uh, we're concerned about, you know, what's going to be happening going forward here and whether or not we're going to have, well, the phrase that we oftentimes use these days, is it going to be a hard landing or a soft landing coming out of this? Uh, and that seems to be like coin flip these days. Maybe we can get some clarity on that from our next guest. Uh, he, of course, is Moshe Land, who is a senior economics lecturer at Concordia University. Uh, Moshe, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning. Uh, I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch Mr. Polos and uh, Mr. Manley yesterday uh, when they were talking with Vashi Capellos, but uh, I, I got the impression that these guys were guarded in their optimism, and they used the term hard landing more often than not. Uh, what's what's your read on where we are and, and, and how accurate that, that assessment might be? Well, I guess it comes down to kind of one of those Bill Clinton-like, you know, what does hard mean? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm I'm not entirely sure that we're going to have a hard landing, but I'm going to probably say that my definition of a hard landing is that we're going to see kind of a 20th century style recession where, you know, unemployment jumps and GDP falls significantly. Um, I I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, But it's very, very likely that probably in 2023, we're going to see maybe some negative economic growth. So if that's what they mean by hard landing, then, hey, I'm all for that. But uh, if they're talking about something that's more like when Mr. Manley was uh, part of the Chrétien uh, cabinet, and, uh, I'm not so sure. Yeah, because I, I guess, as you say, it's the perception and, and that a lot of people have here. Because in, in the past, uh, hard landing usually meant we were going to have that on collision with a recession. And, and uh, I, I don't get the sense that either one of them were that negative about it, but they're just saying, okay, guys, we're not out of this yet. That seemed to be the message. Well, they're right. We're, we're not out of it yet. And there is still the risk that lots of things can go bad in the global economy that can impact Canada. But I think both of these gentlemen know full well that, you know, if you if you talk up a recession and if you talk up a, a, a negative sort of thought process, it becomes a self-filling prophecy. So there's really nothing to be gained uh, by creating panic and worry in Canadians. Uh, it, it's not to say that, you know, they should lie. And say, hey, everything's great. I, I think you know most Canadians are capable of understanding that's not true, uh, but you, you just don't need to overstate how bad the economy is. The the fact is that for every time that I hear hard landing, uh, I also hear somebody else using the phrase resilient, uh, and, and that is what Canada has shown is is a tremendous amount of resilience. And we've even disconnected to some extent from the U.S. and from some of uh, the the larger G7 economies. Uh, which is why we're not increasing interest rates as aggressively as they are. We we seem to have our act together a little better than they do. 
Okay, so let's, if we can, shift over to, to tomorrow to the budget that we're anticipating hearing from uh, from Christia Freeland. Uh, and governments can't fix everything. We know that. And, and they don't have control over all the tools and all the levers that, as you've talked about over the last couple of months. But they can set a tone. Uh, what does she have to do tomorrow to, to set that tone so, you know, that, that we don't do something silly ourselves and start spending? I mean, and then, and, but they, and that's one thing they do control, of course, is government spending. Do, uh, do they try to hold the fort here? And is, is this going to be a, a stand pat budget? Are they going to try? Cause there's a lot of pressure right now for different programs. You know, we need more money for housing. We need more money for this, more money for healthcare. Uh, but we know that government spending can fuel inflation. Yeah, I, I think we saw that Minister Friedland said um, on more than one occasion the phrase keeping our powder dry, right? Which okay. is essentially saying that we're not going to use this budget tomorrow uh, to open the the you know checkbook and satisfy everybody's needs in the event that Canada should find itself in a recession, and especially if it turns out to be a 20th century style recession then hold on to your your best cards and, until you actually need it. So I, I think that tomorrow what you'll find is that um, things like the the healthcare spending, which has already been agreed to and announced, yeah. is going to be re-announced. But in terms of new programs, it's going to be very, very targeted to try and at least convey uh, they're not heartless. They do recognize that Canadians have difficulties right now because of high inflation and because of a slowing economy. But they don't want to be a contributor to either making the, the situation worse uh, or to to breaking open the budget in a way that if things do go south later, uh, they don't have the the arsenal uh, to to you know undry the powder. <laughs> okay, but there, there was some criticism that that the government seemed to be uh, working counterproductively to what the Bank of Canada was trying to do uh, in the past with some of their spending programs. And the Bank of Canada said, "Hey, stop spending, everybody." Uh, now that we have seen a steady decline, uh, incremental, but still, I mean, we're you know doing pretty well when it comes to knocking the inflation number down. Uh, I guess the message to the federal government here is: look at we we don't want anything to interrupt that 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 decrease that we've seen there. Can the government still have an impact on that, or do you just let this thing slide now and just say no? We're we're on the right track. I, you know, it's time to take the foot off the gas right now. I think we're we're coasting into where we want to be. They they can make things worse, uh, and unfortunately, because they don't have a majority uh, and they're reliant on a party that believes that under all circumstances spending is good. Yeah. Um. You know, they do have to satisfy that, and they they do have an arrangement in place for the next couple of years at least that they're being propped up, and so they're they're going to have to try and uh, balance this need to satisfy their coalition partner. Uh, with spending while at the same time not being a contributor to the problem. So that, that's the fine line that they have to walk. If, if they were in a position of a majority, uh, then they could easily position themselves uh, in the center, center right even, and just say, hey, we're, we're holding the line here uh, and we're going to see how this thing plays out. So I think what you're going to find then is that whatever spending they do introduce tomorrow is going to be very, very targeted. And the target is mostly going to be towards NDP voters uh, so that Mr. Singh can at least go back to his constituents and say, see, this is why you want me uh, in the co-pilot seat. Uh, but beyond that, I, I, I don't think that they want to do anything that's going to aggravate a, a shrinking deficit um, and inflation numbers that are coming down and will probably continue to come down over the coming months. A lot of the stuff that the NDP had requested, I'll use that term advisedly, uh, has, is already, it's on the table. Uh, maybe not to the extent that he wanted it, but it's there, you know, dental plans, et cetera, and, uh, pharmacare. Uh, but they've kind of held off on phase two of those, shall we say. 
Is this a good time for them to move to that phase two to try to to assuage some of those concerns, or are they just going to say, "Look, we got to tighten the belts here"? Yeah, I'd, I'd sit on it for at least six months, right? In November, usually you get that uh, mid-year update. And so at that point, then if they wanted to start to trial balloon these things for phase two, they could. Uh, and remember that the, the arrangement that's in place goes until 2025. So there's at least one more budget for sure in 2024 that they're going to have to uh, present these things. When in 2024, we have an understanding then of where the economy sits based on 2023, we'll have a better idea where inflation sits and kind of what the long-term trajectory is for the economy, that's when they can unload phase two. But right now, uh, you don't want to do that. You just There's too much uncertainty in the economy, and you don't want to be a contributor to that. Mosh Lander from uh, Concordia University. As always, Mosh, thanks so much for this. Really appreciate the time. Anytime. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.